Welcome to Put a Word on It, a podcast presented by Men of Valor. In each episode, we're going to talk with a different man, but each one with a unique journey from brokenness to freedom. I'm your host, Rudy Kalis. I spent over 40 years as a TV sportscaster, then retired and joined the Men of Valor program as a volunteer. So join the conversation, reconciling men to God, their families, and society. Well, thanks for joining us. Another opportunity to put a word on it and spend some time with you. There's a special man that I'd like you to be able to spend some time with and to meet. His name is Hope Hines. Hope is a sportscaster, just like me. For about 30 years, we were competitors. He worked at one television station here in Nashville. I worked at the other one. Butted heads, try to get the same stories and information. And yet he's a man of faith, and I've tried to be. And we've grown closer ever since he has left. But we've both been around a lot of athletes. When you're around the money, the athletes, the prestige, and we have seen how this can either affect positively or negatively on the life of these young athletes. And that's what we want to talk about. This is Hope Hines. You know, I think of all the years of being with athletes and all, especially from the professional side, and they can get caught up. Yeah. People think, well, that's a great life, but it's a hard life for them in a lot of ways, isn't it? I think really you have to start back when they're little because you know what? They have been pampered ever since they were able to show ability. And when somebody found out that these kids could do something with their body, physically and athletically, they began to baby them. And so they're used to being coddled and and, and, uh, they make bad decisions and they make bad choices along the way because they haven't had to make too many choices on their own because everybody's there ready to do for them. But I'm just saying that kind of money is, is just put in your lap. You don't know what to do with it and you got the wrong people telling you what you should do with it. That's the problem. And grabbing. Yeah. There's, there's like two different worlds. I see meet a lot of guys that say, uh, you know, you're a product of, of the shadows in your past. And some of the guys that we spend time with in prison, the gang members and such, all their lives they were told you're worthless, you're no good. Right. And the only people that give them any love are the other gang members or the guy pushing dope. Right. And I'm, I can be with you in that regards. The things that were said to them, many of them had terrible upbringings with you no know, fathers mm-hmm. or the anger in their life. And it just generates inside of them. And so they wind up in a world of crime. Kids, they're just kind of wanting to get the automobiles and the bling and the women and just the, the bars and all of that. You know, we, Titans got a couple, got one right now from the University of Georgia. And you know, his kids come out of there and he's, he's doing it all wrong right now. I saw that Brable's trying to keep him with the team. They want to do that. And I admire him for saying, look, we're going to go with him a little bit longer. Let's see if we can't just uh, bring him where he needs to be. And the team as a whole is bought into that, but it's not always that case on every team. And so uh, with this this society that we're living in today, the social media really, there's so much information and they don't know what to believe and what not to believe. You know, you, you pick that Bible up. It's so comforting. You believe everything that's in there. You don't have to worry about it being the truth or non-truth. It is the absolute truth yesterday, today, and tomorrow. When all of this is gone, God's word will stand forever. The hard, the hard part for them is that a lot of them, they can't, it takes jail to get them to a point of thinking about that. And we get caught with guys that have what I, we call jailhouse religion. Man, I want a little, you know, God, that'll help me out now. And then maybe you get out and, hey, check you later and all that, so, that sort of stuff. So why is it that, that, that so many athletes that we're around, they almost have to hit rock bottom before something happens? I think, I think athletics and sports really is a, is a microcosm of society we live in. You know, we know men and women that have to hit bottom. 
sometimes who are lawyers and attorneys and doctors and salesmen and you know work at uh, Walmart or wherever they, they hit bottom because they make all of those wrong choices life is a matter of decisions and choices and I was in a Bible study just before you and I sat down our devotion today was talking about the choices and the decisions we make you know the the, the direction that you choose will also be your destination in many cases. The way you start out and whatever you have your eye on, that's the way in which you're gonna go. Now, oftentimes that direction and that decision can be changed for the better. It's like tweaking an instrument, musical instrument, you know, you tweak it or a car or whatever it may be. You have to adjust it from time to time. But the decisions that we make every day are very, very important. And God will tell you, there is no decision that's too small that he's not interested in. That's the great thing about our Lord. He wants to know all about you, Rudy, from the time you no, doesn't want to know. He already knows, but he wants you to come to him with every decision, with every choice you make, with everything that you want to do. You think, well, I don't want to know. He's interested in every breath you take. I spent a lot of time, and I know you did too, when I'd be in the locker rooms, let's say the Titans or somewhere, and, and kind of easing into, hoping to get into conversation slowly with guys. They thought we were the enemy. They thought we, all we wanted was a phone number or a little bit of scandal or a little something that we can report on. But if you begin to talk to them about, tell me about how you grew up, tell me about your life, then all of in some cases they would open up. And, and you find out that a lot of them have spent their whole lives either trying to prove somebody right or right. prove somebody wrong. We have to be transparent, even as the reporters and the uh, anchors that we, that we are, if you're in television. Uh, you have to be transparent, you have to be honest. See, honesty is a big thing with kids, with athletes. You know, I'm involved in the, in the Tennessee Baptist Children's Home, and these kids uh, come out of environments that uh, are just awful for them. And you know the biggest thing that when they go, when a child goes to the Tennessee Baptist Children's Home, the number one thing that the house parents have to overcome, lack of trust. They don't mm -hmm. trust anybody. They don't trust their parents because they've either been beaten, they have been sexually molested, they have been whatever, but it's trust. It's the same with us. It's the same in, in where you are and where I am, where, where these guys that have been in prison. Trust. They didn't have it when they were not in prison. They certainly don't have it when they get there. And then when they get out, they got to learn to trust somebody. And where does that come from? It's a grounding. It's a platform. It's a it's a a place that they never have been before. That's how they judge you. The guys that we spend time with in prison at first, they don't, they're convicts, they're cons, they look, they, they, they watch your body language. They right. see the consistency of how you live your life. Exactly. You, will you show up next week? What are you talking about? And then after a period of time, slowly the walls break down. So I think what you said, trust is one of the biggest factors for, for these guys. You know, if you have a friend or if you meet somebody, Rudy, aren't you constantly trying to decide Okay, is this guy for real? This is somebody I'd really like to know and to spend some time with, play golf with, whatever. Can I trust him? Can I trust her? We've all been screwed by somebody somewhere because they said how much they liked us and wanted us. Not always the case. It's whatever they you can do for them. Wow. We've had friends that have been friends until it came to the point in time where I could no longer do for you. Then it's bye-bye. And sometimes they wind up in prison because of that. Exactly. Name of our program is put a word on it. If you, if you can think about it, is there maybe a word that comes to your mind? Contentment. Contentment. I like to say that I'm content. I am all the time. 
and I don't, and I hope that's the case because I'm saying it to the Lord. Lord knows whether I am or not. But I, I, I am more contented than at any point in my life ever. And that's because of my relationship with Jesus Christ. It's totally the only. If I didn't have Jesus Christ in my life, really, I'd be a babbling idiot out here on the. I might be in prison. Mm -hmm. Could be. That's so interesting because you've lost your wife. You've been through difficulties in yep, your life. Yep. And you're at a point in life to be able to, I think that's a powerful word at this point in our lives. People say, Hope, how you doing? I say, you know what? <clears throat> I'm here at home alone. But there are four of us that live here. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. <laughs> and you. And I'm good. <laughs> I got to be good, too. <laughs> well, you are, and you've been a dear friend for a long time. Thank so you. So have you. It's so great to see you. Thank you for asking me to sit down and almost kind of like breaking bread with you. We're breaking conversation. It's great. Thank you. It's so cool to talk about faith instead of necessarily sports. Absolutely. Well, let me put a word on it then. He said contentment. I wasn't sure what he was going to say, but I think about it, that's very interesting because he's at a point in his life like I am later in life where, you know, you can get grumpy about all kinds of things and get frustrated. Get off my lawn, kid, and all that stuff. And no, there's a contentment in his life, even though his wife has passed away and he's had other difficulties and that only comes through his faith. And you can see it and you heard it in the way that he talked contentment. Think about that. That's what God wants us to do, to be content in all circumstances, Paul said in Philippians, and that's what we need to learn to do as well. It can't be done overnight. you got to work on it and say, Lord, teach me today. Teach me today. I give it to you today. And then life can be a wonderful journey that we can all spend time with. Thanks for joining us. And join us again the next time as we put a word on it. You've been listening to Put a Word on It. We would love for you to subscribe wherever you download fine podcasts. You can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, or Spotify. Put a Word on It is brought to you by Men of Valor. To learn more, go to movnashville.com.